Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Today was a sneaky big day as far as sports news goes. Welcome back. Grant and Danny stretch run our final half hour on the fan. Just a reminder, we gave away a four-pack of tickets earlier today to the D.C. Auto Show, which is at the convention center downtown over the next week. Uh, We're giving away another four-pack of passes for the D.C. Auto Show tomorrow at 4 o'clock. So make sure you're listening ahead of the Beltway Blitz, and we're doing that all week long here on Grant and Danny. But how about this news that just came down within the last 20 minutes or so? The Angels put out a statement from their owner, Artie Moreno, saying he's not going to be selling the team after all. You'll remember that after the Learners announced they were exploring a sale, the Angels were the next team, and it was well after, to say that they were looking to sell. And I don't remember if Moreno said that he thought it would be done by opening day, but the report was that it was supposed to have happened really quickly. Yeah, that was the timeline we were under, was that this was inevitable. This was coming soon. And the reason I think that that was really surprising was people were looking at what was going on with the Nationals, and they were thinking, wait a second, so the Nats, it's going to take forever and may not happen because we can't sort out this Masson deal in D.C. and in Baltimore. Meanwhile, the Angels want to sell, and they're immediately going to be able to pull that off in no time. Well, here was the Angels' statement from Marty Moreno today as he announces that he's no longer selling the team. He's pulling it off the market. He says, during the process, it became clear that we have unfinished business and feel we can make a positive impact on the future of the team and the fan experience. This offseason, we committed to a franchise record player payroll, still want to accomplish our goal of bringing a World Series championship back to our fans. We're excited about this next chapter of Angels Baseball. We are grateful to the sports partners for their outstanding efforts throughout the process that allowed us to meet with a number of highly qualified individuals and groups who expressed some interest in the club, or strong interest, I should say, in the club. However, as discussions advanced and began to crystallize, we realized our hearts remain with the Angels, and we are not ready to part ways with the fans, players, and our employees. And that's Artie Moreno, the Angels' manager, uh, owner, rather. So here's what I'll say, Danny. It is possible to me, I know this is super cynical to assume otherwise, but it is possible that they went through this process and he goes, I just can't give this thing up. I That's love, possible. I love them too much. I'm not going to sell. What actually happened to me, this is translation, we can't get enough money right now. Yep. This is translation, I want 10 bucks. you're offering me 7 And I'm not going to take a discount. I think this thing's worth $15, you are offering me 11 I'll just keep owning them. It's hard to read this any other way. You said you wanted to sell the team. 
You put the team up for grabs. You, as he pointed out in his statement, hired this sports partner group, Galatioto, I don't know how to pronounce it, to, to go out and try to get you your deal. Mm-hmm. You went through the entire process. You did the interviewing. You got the bids, the, the Snyder level of, of what we're doing now. That's right, yeah. Only to then come out with a statement saying, I'm not selling the team. I There's probably a 1% chance at something other than they're not getting what they think it should go for. That's how it looks to me. I mean, I, there's a there's been a house on the market in my neighborhood for since we moved in. They're not getting they're, they're not getting the offers. We've so, decided that we actually really love this neighborhood and we're excited to get to know the Ruyes. Are you sure? Even even if you can get twenty over asking, it's like no, we we just want to stay now. We really like staying here. So I mean, to me, this is that's what it looks like. Now, you know, th- this is what happens, right? The the idea that they're in L.A. They're not they're not really the, the L.A. hasn't really embraced them. I'm sure they do fine numbers wise. I don't, I don't have it. But. 35 minutes from LA, yeah, and, and a lot more with the traffic. Sure, out there sometimes. And it's it's the type of thing where they think because we're LA, the market analysis and this with branding and recognition and engagement and this and that, we think we're worth. I'm just throwing a number out there: three billion dollars. Buyers are going no. I'll give you two. I'll give you two point two or two point five, even with a good cable situation and, and, and adequate parking or whatever. Right. So they're not getting the amount of money that Moreno feels like he should get. So he's not pressured. He'll just kind of keep going about his business and maybe try again at another point. I think a lot of owners saw what happened with this these past couple of years, kind of post-COVID as we emerged from the cocoon, and saw really good revenue for baseball this year. And they went, now's a great time. Now's a great time to sell. And I wonder if prospective buyers are going, a, I'm not going to buy based on this and inf- what you are kind of inflating in terms of value. The, the rate of improvement in terms of your bottom line isn't going to continue to skyrocket like it did from 20 all the way to 22. Record, it's going to calm down. Not just growth, record money made by yeah. baseball this year. Record, most ever. We're not going to continue at that geometric rate here going forward. It's going to slow and stabilize, and I'm not going to overpay because it's the hottest the market's ever been right now this minute. I don't think – I think that's kind of what's at its core here. The reason this is interesting, A – we were told this was done. I mean, I just I wasn't following this as closely as obviously I am the potential sale here in town. But this was one of those. This whole thing was going to be announced later and finished first before the Nats even you know kind of got, got theirs off the ground. Yeah, and it now it's not like happening at it all. It was possible before opening day for sure. Uh, th- there is one big difference between Artie Moreno and the Angels as an owner, and what is going on with the Learners and the Nationals right now. I'm going to read this sentence again um, about their payroll. They're one of the highest payroll teams in baseball. Mm-hmm. This offseason, we committed to a franchise record player payroll and still want to accomplish our goal of bringing a World Series championship back to our fans. You can't say Moreno has checked out. You know what I mean? You can't yes. say Moreno has stopped spending. You can't say that the Angels are just taking their ball and going home. The Nationals are on pretty much a third straight offseason now where they're not a player. Bare bones. In any major sweepstakes. And even more so this year than ever before. Last year was really, really bad, I thought. This year's kind of on par with that, but I would say even worse. From the outside looking in, it appears to me like Mike Rizzo was told he had like 5 or $10 million or $12 million to spend. I mean, they're doing nothing other than signing some one-year contracts for a million or $2 million with some guys that, you know, 
Rizzo and his staff are going, is this guy better than anyone on our 40-man roster? Reclamation projects to try to spin at the deadline, basically. Right, Nelson Cruz tier. Yeah. One year and 1.5 mil. Like That's kind of what the Nats are doing. The Angels are not that. So for the Nationals to have this ongoing sale is is crippling, has been crippling, because the ownership group in the meantime has just decided they will not be spending what it takes to win. And if they decide, inevitably, like Moreno, to keep the team, then hopefully they will get back into the business of trying to win, of trying to field a competitive team. Because the team that's being fielded right now, you're not winning with in this division. You can't win with in this division. But I do think there is a takeaway from a Nats perspective, right? Which is just very simple, and it's not a a big jump from one lily pad to another. Artie Moreno was trying to sell and couldn't get enough money. Yep. Maybe. But he's decided not to sell. Here we are waiting and waiting and waiting on what's going to happen with the Nationals. There was already a report a couple weeks ago by the Post, remember, that the Nats might not be able to get enough money. Or or, I don't know that they alleged that, but their point was maybe they would just, for the the short-term, take on money from other people and continue to be the, the primary owner of the team as a as an ownership group to learners? Well, this does not bode well for no. someone throwing cash that, that the learners want at them. And the Angels don't have a cable television disaster that's with no one inside hanging over their head. They don't have that, right? They don't have this weird – I mean, they, they do have their own kind of weird shared market situation with Dodgers fans and the like, but it's such a you know massive area that you could certainly find a way to support the club in that regard. This Nationals selling mess and the impasse that you're you're locked into, seeing that happen, talking about the Angels, does not bode well. That's not the type of thing I'm going, oh, thank goodness. Like, that that says more limbo or even learners going, you know what, we're not going to get it. We're just going to walk away. Here's what would have been good news for a Nats fan, I would say. The Angels breaking the record for how much a baseball team is sold for. Because that tells you business is a booming. It tells you not only that someone was willing to, to buy the Angels, obviously, but that they got such a great rate. You know, that tide raises every single boat mm-hmm. in the sport. Yep. In the same way that part of the reason why the expectation was that Dan could get maybe upwards of $7 billion was after what happened with the Denver Broncos. You look at the media market in D.C., you do some forecasting, you say, wow, look what just happened with the Walmart heirs who, who bought the, the Broncos. I'm not going to say this is worst-case scenario if, if you are crossing your fingers that the learners sell soon. But it's certainly not best-case scenario because best-case is a ton of money changed hands and everyone's eyes were open to how much someone was willing to spend for a Major League Baseball team. It's no different than a first baseman or a left fielder. Mm-hmm. If, if someone gets more money than is expected, all of a sudden it resets the market a little bit. When Christian Kirk... For the Jaguars, got his contract last year, and everyone thought it was insane. Now, he ended up being a great player for them, and it, I'd say it worked out okay. But remember when he got paid and everyone yeah. went nuts? It was way out of whack. The, the whole point and the reaction was, well, now I got to pay Terry McLaurin a lot more. That would have been the, the development that made it Nats-friendly for a soon groundbreaking sale. Because the, the the flip side of that is, if the sale had gone for less than anybody thinks, and Moreno just said, screw it, I'm out of here, I'll just take what I can, the learners would go, well, if that's in this major market, the second biggest media market in the country, I'm just throwing numbers around, nothing serious here. But if it was, if we thought this would go for three and it only goes for two, then the Nationals, with their non-clarity, to put it kindly, with their cable television situation, 
are not getting two. They're getting 1.4 when they thought it was worth 2.5. And then, you know, the learners go, screw this. I'm out of here. You're right in the sense that if there was a major, of course I'm buying in, I'm going to win the bidding war here. We're going all in, getting a huge amount and changing hands, and I can't wait to do it because it's the right thing to do. Then, yeah, the Nationals would be sitting pretty in terms of that sale. The Mets sold to Steve Cohen for $2.4 billion, if I remember correctly. So let's just say the Angels and Moreno were looking for two point five, and I'm just same as you throwing a number out. Yeah, if you take $0.75 cents on the dollar, the comp then becomes, here's your analogous example that some of us can relate to. Someone sells a house in your neighborhood well under market. Everyone's mad for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. If if you don't have to sell your house, but you're considering doing it because you think you can do really, really well right now, well, if someone sells well under market and screws you over, you're probably just going to wait and sell your house another time, possibly. So, yeah, I would say that would have been worst case. The, the worst case, if, if your goal in all of this is to see the Nationals be sold to someone who's going to come in here and spend a bunch of money and get them back into the top ten, you know, fingers crossed, top five in payroll at some point, then the worst case scenario would have been selling at a discount. This is not as good as a sale that broke the bank. I would say on the ledger overall, probably not ideal, but uh, very interesting from a Nats perspective. The other team in town that I think this relates to a little bit is the Commanders. Yeah. Because there is a fear that Dan Snyder could release a press statement like this one day. After great consideration, Tanya and I have decided our work here is not done. I mean, can you imagine? Yes. Like, just reading this statement as Dan Snyder, not Artie Moreno. During this process, it became clear that we have unfinished business, and we feel we can continue to make a terrible impact. Sorry, a positive impact. Positive, thank you, yeah. On the future of the team. And the fan experience. Oh, no. Now, your boy's staying on record. I think Dan Snyder's selling. But I know you feel this way. I know a lot of people feel this way. They're not going to believe it until they see it. And they just keep waiting for him to send out the Artie Moreno statement. Where he just says, psych, basically. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he does the Wolf of Wall Street speech. I mean, Albert Breer had this article, uh, I can't remember what it was, like six weeks ago about it, where there's this suspicion and fear that... You know, he he'll, he'll, he made up this stratospheric asking price, doesn't get it, and then is like, I didn't get what I wanted, so I'm under an obligation to sell. Come at me, bro. So I don't know. I mean, if I just think it's a bad look in general when anybody sets an expectation. This is in sports. This is in real life. This is whatever. If you tell me this is going to be the case, my intention is to do X, and X is not done, and you got to scramble and, and have everybody figure out what you mean and your interpretations. I always think it's bad. If Ernie Moreno hadn't been like, yeah, we're selling, we're out of here, then this isn't viewed as a disappointment. If the learners hadn't gone down this far with a, we're out of here, we're leaving, we're selling in the days of spending $0 in free agency because we're stuck with Steven Strasburg's contract for the next five seasons, that's all over with, then nobody's disappointed. But we've gotten this far, and now it's kind of a rug pull. Right, So whenever you set expectations and they're not met, it's bad. Speaking of the commander's sale, the story today on that front came from the New York Post. Jeff Bezos, according to the New York Post, may sell the Washington Post to buy commanders, according to investors who the New York Post was talking to. Now, there was some follow-up reporting done where 
It sounds like some higher-ups at the Post are saying that the, the paper's not going to be for sale. There was a quote of an unnamed source in this st- or story that even suggested that Bezos told folks at the Washington Post building last week at the headquarters that he wasn't planning on selling. But there are some quotes here that go against that as well, including, I think Bezos's people could go to Dan and say as a gesture of goodwill, we are selling the paper. A source close to the situation said, I think that would go a long way with Dan Snyder. The story reads, Chatter is growing that Amazon's billionaire founder is looking to clear the way for a purchase of the commanders by selling the post with speculation boosted last month by leaked video of publisher Fred Ryan disclosing layoff plans at an unruly town hall meeting. The problem for Bezos reportedly is that the commander's embattled owner, Dan Snyder, is sore over the storied newspaper's series of exposés alleging toxic management culture at the team where bosses, including Snyder, allegedly enabled sex harassment. I don't get how Bezos selling the paper would suddenly result in Dan Snyder liking him if he hates him as much as a lot of us, including me, have heard that he does. A lot of speculation in here, in, in this in this story. Um, the Dan Snyder may sell came from a quote from somebody that said, hey, I'm paraphrasing, this would go a long way. I think Bezos could go to Dan and say, as a gesture of goodwill, we are selling the paper. I think that would go a long way with Dan. That's not a, here's a strategy we've explored. This is not a, I'm familiar with the negotiations and I'm telling you this is his plan. This is a, you know what might work is that, right? Now, I'm sure somebody told this reporter who who wrote this that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's where we're leaning. We've got comments that say, I'm not doing that. The, The paper's not for sale. Half of this article is about Bezos in the Washington Post in an awkward meeting, I guess, that took place last week where there was a whole all staff meeting and he was there, too. And, you know, they had their first nonprofitable year in some time, I think, last year overall. So that's like half this article is about that. The other half to me reads again like everybody on the we're selling this thing side wants Bezos involved because that's going to up the dollars. Very reasonable, by the way. But that's that's kind of a, a two prong. I'm not dismissing this, but I'm sort of kind of sifting through some of the things to, to figure out what it means. Yeah, I just don't understand why him having the paper, paper or not having the paper would affect Snyder being willing to, to take on his money or not. Like, if you're telling me he's not going to sell the team to Jeff Bezos because he doesn't like him, I believe that. He's a pretty petty guy from what we can gather. Yeah. I, I, I could understand that. But if you're saying all he has to do is sell the paper and now he would just sell him the team, I, that I don't get. Other big story in town today. Adrian Wojnarowski broke this right before we went on the air. The Wizards traded Rui Hachimura to the Lakers for Kendrick Nunn and three second-round picks. The second-round picks, two of them are in the distant future, by the way. 2028 and 2029. So this is the equivalent of the compensation. Like, this is the basketball version of a ham sandwich. Player to be named later. (laughs) Much later. Kendrick Nunn was okay early in his career. He did some good things first couple of years before... Uh, knee injury, now on a new team. Hachimura, just 24. I'm looking forward to seeing what he is with the Lakers. I think he'll actually play well for them. For the Wizards, we talked to Bobby Marks today of ESPN, front office insider who's a former assistant GM in the NBA. He thinks this is about as good as they could have done for a guy who averages 13-5 and five in his career and has an expiring contract. Yeah, decent fit for the Lakers. Smart for the Wizards to not want to extend him and pay him big money and be locked in. If you missed any part of the show, go to thefandc.com, grantanddanny.com. Slash audio for Darius, Ryan, and Danny. 
I'm Grant saying so long. We are back at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Thank you for coming. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.